G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. For listeners in rural and remote Australia, you might already be familiar with the work of Bush Church Aid. Well, it's a ministry that has a heart for people in remote and regional Australia committed to going the distance. An emphasis there on going the distance to reach Australia for Christ. Now, there are not always well-developed, strong social networks in the bush, and communities can struggle. So it is a privilege today to talk with Mark Short, the National Director of the Bush Church Aid Society of Australia. Hello, Mark. Welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil, and uh, delighted to share with you about uh, our work. Mark, for those who are not very familiar with your organisation, give us a quick snapshot Yeah, Bush Church Aid, we're a mission society, so we send and support people to share the good news of Jesus and to show the love of Jesus to their communities. But whereas most mission societies send people to work overseas, we send people within Australia to work in the bush, in the rural, regional and remote areas of our own nation, so that we can reach the people who live there with the good news of Jesus. So, Mark, this is not new. been going a long time. You're well-established and you've got field officers working all around the nation. Which areas of the nation are you most uh, active in? Uh, Yes, well, you're right. We have been going for quite some time. We kicked off in May 1919, so we're looking forward, God willing, to a special celebration next year. Um, But currently we have people serving all the way from the Kimberleys at the top of Western Australia uh, down to Tasmania. Uh, We have people as far west as... Exmouth, which is just about as far west as you can get on the Australian mainland, and as far east as Norfolk Island. So uh, we cover several time zones, and we have people serving in every state and territory apart from the Australian Capital Territory. And this idea of serving people who are in remote regional Australia, and this has been, as you say, uh, almost 100 years, looking forward to that centenary for next year, but over that time, I mean, there's been a huge impact, hasn't there, a reaching out to people in the bush? Yes, there's been a variety of different ministries over that time. Um, In the past, we supported um, some flying medical services in South Australia. We've been involved in the past in operating some hostels for high school students so that they come in from properties and uh, study during the week. Uh, We've been involved for many years in supporting pastoral ministry in local churches, uh, people doing chaplaincy ministry at mine sites and other locations, youth workers, evangelists, and uh, Christians who are seeking to be salt and light in their local communities. Mark, Vision Radio is in more than 700 cities and towns all over Australia, and no doubt uh, there are going to be some towns that are close by where you've got people at work in the Bush Church Aid. A lot of times churches struggle financially in communities. Where does Bush Church Aid fit in where churches are either struggling to be viable or wanting to get on their feet or looking to meet the needs in the community? 
thanks, Neil. One of the great values of the gospel of Jesus is partnership. Christians working together in the great task that God has given us. And Bush Church Aid is all about partnership. Um, we work in particular in partnership with Anglican Diocese, but our, our work also brings us into contact and in partnership with Christians from all different denominational backgrounds. Uh, what we'll do is we'll work with a local community. There may be a need or an opportunity to support Christian ministry, but not the local resources to support that work full-time. So, for example, there might be a, a congregation in a, in a mining town where there's a rapid turnover of people or in a more remote tourism community or a small farming town. We'll enter into a partnership with the local congregation. We'll supply part of the, the funding for that ministry position. Uh, we'll identify people with the gifts and passions for that position. We'll send them and we'll support them through pastoral care and prayer, making sure that they're, as our motto suggests, able to go the distance uh, in faithful service to Jesus. And as I said, you know, we have um, not just people in, in the bush, but we have something like 30,000 supporters who get behind us through their giving and through their prayers because they too have a heart for reaching their own nation for Jesus. Uh, let's talk a little more about going the distance. Good to reflect on that because it's got such meaning in a lot of different dimensions here because I imagine that your field officers in Bush Church Aid do an awful lot of kilometres in the year. Uh, I, I imagine there's a lot of distance that's travelled just to reach and meet the needs in various communities. Thanks, Neil. Yes, you're right. It, it has a variety of meanings, that slogans. In the first instance, it does refer to geographical distance, and many of our um, field staff do cover huge distances. Uh, to give you one example, I mentioned Exmouth in Western Australia, um, a tourism town near the Ningaloo Reef on Northwest Cape. Uh, last year, I was visiting with Frank and Joe Nickel, our field staff, who serve in that town, and they're doing a great job um, caring for their local congregation and representing Jesus in their local community. Uh, their nearest colleague in, at that time in full-time Christian ministry in any denomination was 500 kilometres away. Uh, so, the, uh, the, the, uh, another example is uh, Kristen and Catherine Slack, who serve with BCA in Catherine Northern Territory. Their, their parish boundaries stretch all the way from the Queensland border in the east to the West Australian border in the west. And if you want to get your map out later, you'll see that's a lot of territory. And, of course, um, leaders can find it quite uh lonely can't they in oftentimes in the sort of isolation that you're talking about and they're going about this calling on their lives uh, fulfilling that call serving people bringing the message of the gospel but uh, i imagine this support that comes from being part of bush church age so so valuable because uh, those people need to be part of a bigger organization so that there's that encouragement that continues to flow through yes you're right neil um to give you one example, we have a, a number of people serving in mining communities. And mining communities are great places to do ministry because they're young, lots of young families and young people involved in that field. Uh, they're culturally diverse, so you have the opportunity to connect and serve people from all over the world. But one thing that is pretty much true of every mining community is there is a huge turnover from pe of people from year to year. It's not unusual for one of our pastors in a mining town to see half of their congregation turn over every 12 months. And that means you get to 
welcome plenty of new people, but it also means you're saying a lot of goodbyes. And one of the reasons that VCA comes alongside people in that situation is that, yes, it gives them a sense of belonging, of being supported for the, in the long run by people who will get behind them in prayer, even as they deal with the rapid change that comes from serving where they live. Mark, what about ministry to Indigenous communities around Australia? Is there a lot of interaction that's happening with Bush Church Aid? Yes, one of our current priorities is to support ministry by Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. So VCA has a long history of ministering in places where there are significant numbers of Indigenous people living. And many of our field staff would come into contact with Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander people regularly or have them as members of their congregation. In recent years, though, we've adopted a new emphasis, a new priority on not simply ministering to Indigenous people, but supporting ministry by Indigenous people, identifying uh, Christian leaders from an Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander background and making sure they have the resources and support they need uh, to be reaching out to their own people. And uh, as one of my friends says, uh, for so long Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people have been a mission field in Australia, but we need to see them as a mission force to Australia. And so you really caught into an organic raising up of people who can be leaders in their own community. As you say, rather than bringing someone in from the city, not everybody wants to have leaders coming in from the city all the time, but raising up those leaders there in the bush, uh, the idea of equipping leaders, that's something you're about too, Mark. Yeah, well, let me tell you a, a story that really highlights that. Uh, just a couple of months ago, we launched a new training position in, in Tamworth, in a part of, of Tamworth that has a, a significant Aboriginal population. Uh, there was a, a, a couple who were already living there and uh, working in that community, but uh, independently, uh, their names are, are George and Carmel Ferguson, and both of them had been um, praying about where God might be leading them in the future. And they told me how uh, last year uh, George had... A growing sense that God might be calling them to serve him full time. So uh, one morning over breakfast, he somewhat hesitantly shared that with his wife, Carmel. And Carmel said, you know, George, I've been thinking exactly the same. God's been speaking to me as well. So we've been able to partner with them in a local church to support them so they can work full time, get some training and be ministering to their own people uh, with the benefit of relationships that they've already established. And it's really exciting to see how God is bringing together those kinds of opportunities and those kinds of partnerships. Mark, we mentioned you're at work in an awful lot of centres. How many people have you got as part of Bush Church Aid on the team, whether they be field workers or working in your city centres? How many people have you got in the organisation? Um, if you include families, uh, later this year we'll have our national conference and we'll bring together all our field workers and their families and um, all our office-based staff and their families. And we'll have something like 120 people there. So we, we currently support ministry uh, in around 35 locations in the bush. 
Um, and God willing, uh, and as God allows, we'll seek to grow that further. And what about listeners to our conversation today, Mark? How can listeners connect? How can they support? Uh, is there opportunity there for listeners to become involved in ministry? And sometimes we talk about mission work and we think of being overseas, but here, short-term mission trips within our borders here in Australia. What sort of connection can listeners have with you today? There's a few ways. The best way to do, the best place to begin is by going to our website, www.bushchurchaid.com.au. You can sign up there to receive daily prayer notes where each day you'll be able to pray for a different bush location and for those who are serving Jesus there. Uh, we also have opportunities for people to do short-term missions, either individually or as part of a church group. One of our really exciting ministries is our nomad ministry. Uh, people sometimes say grey nomads, but I want to say our ministry is for people of any age, any hair colour, or in my case, any hair quantity. <laughs> yep. And it's a ministry where folk who are planning to travel around Australia actually use that as an opportunity to serve and bless rural churches and communities with their gifts. Once again, uh, if people are interested in that ministry, they can find out more about it at our website, uh, we'll take them on board and we'll link them up with opportunities to bless and encourage Christians and churches in the bush. And it may be that listeners hearing this conversation today, you might be surprised if there is a Bush Church Aid Society base or a field officer in your town or in a neighbouring town. Uh, let me point people to the website, bushchurchaid.com.au, and you'll find there on the website there's a map and it's got identified those 35 centres that Mark Short has been talking about around our nation. Bushchurchaid.com.au and, and I think you'd be wanting to make a few good friends today for those who are listening to our conversation today. Mark Short, uh, the National Director of Bush Church Aid Society of Australia. Mark, thanks for joining us on 2020. And thank you, Neil, and thank you for the great work that uh, your network does in encouraging Christians in the church, particularly in the bush. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.